You're listening to Rosé and Rant, a wine tasting of what Rosé and Review is all about. Please grab a glass or grab a bottle and let's get drunk. Welcome to today's second episode of Rosé and Rant. I know in my last episode I was like, oh, we're here, it doesn't come out until tomorrow, blah, blah. Well, apparently I need to do some research because um, it did come out today. It just in typical HBO fashion didn't come out till 9 o'clock when it was supposed to. Um, so I'm more drunk than I was in the last podcast, so be prepared, as Scar would say in The Lion King. But also, um, holy shit. So we're here. Um, for those of you that are unfamiliar with drag culture, and, and I know that drag culture isn't really for everybody, and yet um, as someone who is is such a fan of drag culture... And probably is going to be a drag queen in about 10 years. Um, I, I think that drag is for everyone. And I think the biggest thing to take out of drag is being your true self. And really just, just fucking... When you put on that wig and those lashes, it, it's it's kind of allowing yourself to be that person. Or maybe being a character that you've always kind of wanted to be. And, and drag just really kind of lets you escape while, while also being um, that person. And... and so if you're not into drag culture and you're listening to my shit, get into it. Um, but, you know, I mean, I guess at the same time, like, you know, it's not for everybody. But I think drag culture is 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 amazing. And, and you know, there's some, some things that are problematic, but that is not what this podcast is about. So um, HBO, <laughs> I feel like this is... <laughs> This is one of the biggest flexes I think I've seen in a minute. HBO took three of the biggest drag... I mean, Eureka's a big drag queen in the sense of, like, she was on two seasons. So, um, I think that's why she's kind of popular. But it took, like, Bob the Drag Queen and fucking Shangela and was like, yo, Netflix, check it. Uh, we got HBO money and we about to do a show. And, um, basically it's Bob the Drag Queen, Eureka, and Shangela fucking going to these small town america it's like queer eye the newer queer eye not the old queer eye queer eye met a drag queen and then they had a baby and then that baby was the gayer version of the two if that's possible um but basically you know these three queens they went to gettysburg and um i mean like fucking right off the bat they are in this town in drag and and it's it's so funny because i'm gonna like read my notes a little bit like as we're talking about this because i'm drunk and and i tried to make sure i took notes but also like it, it's kind of like the experience that i went through uh but you know it opens up and each one of them has their own van that is kind of like personalized to themselves. So we've got Bob who's got a purse van. So if you know anything about Bob, purse first, that's real. And then you've got, uh, Shangela's got this like bow for like, hallelujah. Like when she comes out of that fucking box, like a present. And then, um, Eureka's got the elephant. She's like the elephant queen. And, and so you see these like cars driving through this fucking hodunk town and, and they get there and they're walking around in full fucking drag in this fucking small town. And so I'm someone who's from a small town. Like I, I was born in Denver, lived in Denver till I was 10, then moved to Iron Mountain. And and basically my, my like formative like developmental years were, were in Iron Mountain, Michigan. And if three drag queens like came to my town, 
got out their cars and fucking walked around. A, that walk would be real short because, like, where are you walking? But, like, B, just people would have a reaction. And so it starts out so hopeful. And we're like, oh, my God, look at these queens. And like, yes, oh, my God, work, what? Uh. And then they go in this thrift store, thrift store and then they leave. And then some guy who obviously didn't sign a release to be on camera was like, I'm never coming to this store again. Freaking freaks everywhere and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, all right, homophobia is still a thing. Uh, And so I think that I'm very excited for this season because I think that HBO is going to appropriately touch on. And and I think it did in the show. Like, you know, if we can go back to the last episode, if you've listened to these episodes succinctly, one, two, three. You'll, you'll hear that last episode I talked about everything but the kitchen sink. I think this is an instance where you could have done everything but the kitchen sink. And yet you did it in a way that was so... Um, that was done right. Like, you know, there was a journey. I felt it. Even if it was like, you know, dead parents and homophobic parents and like dads who identified with drag queens or whatever. Like, you've got a lot going on, but it, it was done in such a way that like... The story made sense. So whoever the producers are at HBO, like, obviously, you are killing it. Um, so basically the premise of the show is each one of the queens gets someone to kind of make over. And they they have to make them a drag queen and kind of there's going to be a big drag show at the end of the week. Uh, and... And I know, like, you're listening to this and, like, why is this bitch crying the whole fucking episode? Um, as they're doing all of this, each kind of step, there's, like, a, a very emotional moment. Like, we get to Hunter and, like, his gay best friend moved away from town and he's still there and he's kind of stuck. And there's just a lot of, like, uh, real moments as someone who's part of the queer community um, kind of I- you can identify with. And, and so, Shangela... She gets Hunter, and Hunter is, um, you know, this, like, he works at a makeup store, he lives in his mom and dad's basement, and they know he's gay, and it's kind of a whole thing, and, you know, it's, it's not bad, like, his parents accept him, and, and whatever, and then Bob gets Daryl, and Daryl is the head of um, admissions at the college, and also the head of the cultural uh, program at the college and is a straight black ally and i mean each whoever is the fucking producer on the show was like yep that's shangela yep that's bob and then we get to eureka and um his drag daughter for the week is erica who is this mom who kind of like disowned her bisexual daughter and like was like jesus hates you you're gonna die and go to hell and like all of this stuff and i guess eureka kind of like dealt with that a little bit with her mom and then um you know they reconciled later on um and and so each one was kind of like very much handpicked and crafted for each one of the characters and there's just like there's just great moments like there's one moment where i love this chandela's in the makeup thing and in the makeup thing i don't even know what makeup things are so fucking gay and yet so not. Um, Shangela's in the makeup store and they're, she's like, yes, let's walk. Let's like whatever. And Shangela does this whole like catwalk, whatever. And then she looks up and she's like telling the camera, she's like, I want the whole body. Like 
I don't want you just on tours. I want the whole body. Like, I love that Chantula's, like, telling the cameraman how to do his fucking job. He's like, bitch, no. You need to get all of this. Um, and I feel like for, for this episode, we, we really were focused on um, Eureka and Shangela. Um, Bob's angle was kind of like this guy who's like, I'm a straight ally. And, he's, and, and you know what? He, he actually said something. that was like, if I can't try to get in... Um, the shoes of 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 the LGBTQ community. How can I expect anyone to try to get into the shoes of me as a black man? And like, obviously, I'm not a black man, so you know. But as a gay man, I you know, like, I had to play straight for forever. The you know, I had to be. A, well, I didn't have to be. You know, I guess I could have not been, but societally, I was you know straight, quote unquote, for forever because that's what I had to be and. To be in those shoes, I can understand, you know, straight people a little bit. And I feel like it's very true. It's like, you know, kind of get in our shoes every once in a while and kind of understand what we're going through. And I really appreciated that quote, um, which which I really, really liked. Uh, and and then you've got Shangela, who's got Hunter. And, and Hunter's dad, so they all sit down with, like, Hunter's family. And Hunter's dad is like, ugh, I mean, Hunter's dad's fucking hot. Like, Evie Oddly's dad is hot, and we all want to sit on that dick but like hunter's dad is hot and less hot than evie oddly's dad so we're gonna go there but um you know they're sitting at the table and and shangela you know is like would you do drag to his dad and his dad's like fuck no like that's not what i would do and he doesn't say fuck no but like that's kind of the vibe he's getting off and then there's this scene where shangela is in the um biker bar talking to hunter's dad being like you know i'm, I'm and and shangela's like you know hunter said this thing to me where he said basically like i'm carrying a bag of bricks and it's weighing me down and it just feels like it's exhausting and i mean like if you're if you if you're gay and you're you've struggled with coming out like that is that is such a real statement and anyone who's struggling with their sexuality whether you're gay straight i mean not straight because straight people will have it easy but if you're gay bi lesbian trans queer pansexual like whatever sexuality you're dealing with like that that bag metaphor is so fucking real and it's something that we all kind of deal with and like the moment you kind of like accept who you are and are who you are this bag is kind of lifted but then you get that bag thrown in your face because people are terrible but that's a whole other conversation um so Shangela's kind of talking to Hunter's dad about this and you're kind of like scrooge like what's gonna happen like is Hunter's dad gonna be a part of this drag show oh my god what and then we go to Eureka, and Eureka's dealing with this, like, former homophobic mother who's, like, what? what's the word when you're, like, she is trying to repent for her sins <laughs> uh, in the sense of she's trying to be open, and she's now she's part of a free mom hugs thing and, you know, queer ally groups and, and all these things and really trying to make up for the fact that when she told her daughter that jesus don't love her anymore and then her daughter moved out and was like i don't want to fucking talk to you anymore that affected her and she kind of saw the wrong in her ways and i and and there's a whole story of like Haley, you know and i and i hope that people don't watch this and was like wow Haley's such a bitch she didn't forgive her mother mm, excuse you sit down karen like Haley doesn't have to forgive her mother right away because if there's and and if you listen to my little fires everywhere thing words hurt like words you can't take back what you said. 
You cannot take back what you said. You can re- you can apologize for it and you can repent for it and you can try to understand and grow from what you said, but you cannot ever fucking take it back. So, and especially when you're like talking to someone you love, right? Like, you know what I mean? When a mom says something to, or when a, when a parent says something to a child out of anger and I mean, that's just terrible and you can't take it back. So I think that this theme is kind of con- continuing in my drunken stupor. And I think that, you know, I hope that people don't watch this and are like, wow, Haley's such a bitch. She didn't forgive her mother. Like she doesn't fucking have to forgive her mother. She, she was brave enough to be open about who she really is. And yes, that takes true bravery. Cause let me tell you, it takes everyone a minute, you know, to really come to terms with them unless they're you know your parents are millennials because millennials maybe understand a little bit more but um it takes a minute for you to come to terms with your sexuality um especially because society's sexuality is you're a boy you like girls you're a girl you like boys like um fuck you so you know it's really brave of her to come out to her mom and then to be just rejected is devastating and that that's going to take time to get over Anyway, so Eureka is like at this table talking to the moms. And let me tell you, bitch, we started talking about dead parents. And if any of y'all know me, that is a fucking trigger. Um, Because personally, like I am very, very lucky. Like I have a mom who couldn't like I have a mom and I'm sure I've said this on other podcasts. I don't really listen to my shit that much. I listened to it once, I edited it, I posted it, I don't re-listen to it that often, but I'm sure I've talked about this. I will never forget, when I first came out, like, a month later, my mom texted me, is like, I wore purple today, and I was like, great, that's a lovely color on you, and she's like, no, bitch, it's, su- it's Gay Suicide Awareness Day, you're supposed to wear purple, meanwhile, I'm wearing red. So, you know, I have a very supportive mother, and, and my father, you know, he's no longer with us, um, but he... In his own way. And this is where maybe I kind of align with Hunter a little bit. Like, you know, my dad definitely would have gotten a drag and got on stage. And that would have been so amazing. Uh, but, but um, you know, it's, it's, he definitely took him a while to kind of come to terms with who I was and, 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 and accept me for that. And then there's this whole journey, right? And so watching Eureka at this table full of parents um, was was a lot anyway so they go through all this like crying shit i mean if i'm gonna have to cry like this every fucking episode bitch like they're gonna need to start paying for my alcohol um i took so many shots i finished uh, like a quarter of a bottle of rum plus a bottle of wine so that's where we are right now um but after all the emotional stuff they kind of have like a fun little night at this camp that they've set up with all the drag daughters and drag mothers and it's adorable and then Goes into the drag show. And I mean, Shangela opens it. She fucking kills. I mean, I'd be remiss if I didn't say justice for Shangela. And I only... And and I say that in that I love Trixie Mattel. Bitch, I love you. You're fucking funny. You know what you're doing. But let's be real. Like, Kennedy was not your real competition. And if you had been up against Shangela and then won, would have been very different. But here we are in this world where you won because you battled Kennedy. Um, so they do this drag show and every, (laughs) every song is just very poignant. And I feel bad because Bob's song, I think 
meant to have more meaning and because the other two kind of storylines were a little bit more dramatic bob's kind of got cut and a little bit like not shoved to the side but was kind of like here's the third queen even though it was the first queen to open the show um so i'm hoping that bob gets more because i love bob if i could pick a drag mom it would be bob um you know i mean i've met shangela and she's amazing and i just want to be fucking friends with shangela but if i could pick a drag mom definitely bob the drag queen and then we get um eureka and erica and erica sings um that fucking christina aguilera song uh beautiful which like bitch if you caught me in seventh grade hi sitting in my room blasting that song crying not drinking yet because you know i was like oh alcohol you don't need that to have a good time fucking idiot um as he takes a shot oh um but you know she sings that song and, and then, you know, tears in her dress says, Haley, I'm sorry. And like, bitch. But also, Haley left. She didn't talk to her mom. And that's fucking real. She doesn't need to talk to her mom. And then Hunter comes on. And his dad is kind of part of the show with Shangela. And it just sent me, bitch. Like, this is a show. If you need something that's like, if this, drag is what's going to save America. Drag, save America. I'm not necessarily saying RuPaul's Drag Race, because I want to be very clear about that. There are some very problematic things that Ru has said, and we've talked about that on previous podcasts. But drag, save a fucking America. Holy shit. It just, it it, it, it makes you become who you are. So, final thoughts on the show. Watch it. It's every Thursday at 9 p.m. on HBO. Go fucking watch it. I hope you enjoyed this little 20-minute rant. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter. Instagram, Facebook, I'm not seeing my followers go up. So it's so funny that all these people be like, I listen to your podcast. Oh my God, it's so funny. That's great. Why aren't you following me yet? Also, if you would like to donate to this podcast, a bottle of alcohol or wine, please DM me or email me. Um, I will give you a shout out on the episode. Uh, you know, I know that times are hard for everyone. And so I'm, I'm asking just because free alcohol is great, but also I fully understand that everyone is struggling. This is a crazy time, and that's what kind of why I'm trying to do this, mainly in that I want to do this full time. I love this. I think I have fun opinions, and I and I try to try to <laughs> – I'm drunk. So, you know, talking about things drunk is always fun. But also I, I think it's just in this time that we're in trying to be together with people and maybe – listening to a friend or, or someone you want to be friends with kind of makes you feel closer so everyone stay healthy stay safe um i love you and also don't forget like let me know what shows you want to talk about i got a list tomorrow is gonna to have two episodes now because my stupid ass couldn't do research but you know what are we gonna do next i think i listed them in my last podcast listen to that but I will do whatever. Give me a show to watch. I'll schedule it in. I'll fit it in. I'd love to do it. I love doing this. I love y'all. Thank you for listening. Mwah.